Welcome to Balance Boldly, the podcast where we get bold about our balance and campaign to shake the shame that stunts our growth. I'm your host, Nikita Thickpen, Balance and Relationship Advisor for Bold Women in Business and a few brave men. Listen, people. Y'all thought I was going to say listen, didn't I? Didn't you? <laughs> listen up. I am ridiculous this morning. I have been hunting down this woman for months and months and months. We had the pleasure of meeting each other. Gosh, I want to say maybe, I'm just going to say five or six months ago. It was back in 2017. I know we're at the beginning of 2018 right now, but it was back in 2017. A really, really good friend of mine, Fred DaCosta, who like owns New York, in my opinion, had invited me to this incredible meeting. And I had an opportunity to meet this woman that stood out like a a bright shining light in the middle of a it wasn't a dark room like it wasn't evil people or anything but it was you know, <laughs> she just stood out and she sparkled and she shined and I loved her immediately we clicked we talked for like all of four minutes immediately said let's do this let's get you on balance boldly and of course she was off like traveling the world and going to see her band across the country and all kinds of wonderful things uh so we've kind of fallen out of sync with each other and we're able to reconnect recently which i'm so excited about because i could not wait to have her she is creative she is strategic she is big picture and i think she sings a little bit which is a secret thing that i'll tell you guys about later <laughs> i'd love to introduce you to mary beth lackey she is literally the marketing gps little does she know she's totally going to be helping me with my business um she's, <laughs> she's so amazing i love her energy the fact that she is beautiful brilliant and strategic and loves strategic partnerships is one of the things that i think connects with me the most because those of you who follow our company think pro balance and relationship management institute know that we are all about strategic and powerful partnerships ones that mean something not the loosey-goosey ones and that's what mary beth is, is about she's really trying to help those women in business specifically but she'll help a few brave men so you know for my male listeners that are out there don't disregard um she's really about making sure that you're the greatest that you can be and that you're navigating the waters of this business model this world that we're trying to flood through without feeling like you're getting lost in everything i have to welcome mary beth lackey to balance boldly welcome mary Nikita, thank you so much, and what a beautiful introduction. You can't see it, but, I, you know, I'm giving you this praise Jesus emoji with my hands up, and I just got the biggest <laughs> smile on my face. <laughs> this is so, so sweet. Um, it's been such a pleasure getting to know you, and I'm, I'm so excited to, to be here and um, to talk with you and, and to, you know, share, share the message of empowerment and, and marketing and branding. Absolutely. You know, I'm excited to be here. So in our little interrupt us that we had just, you know, life and holidays and just everything that was happening between us uh, individually in our own lives that kind of kept us from being able to do this interview like six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everyone, you know, who you are and what's been going on with you in the midst of your own beautiful transition that has transformed your company into what it is today. Oh, absolutely. So when we first met, met, like you said, that was about six months ago. And so I was start, I was working for another uh, branding marketing agency outside of New York City. Um, but I started to have that itch, like so many of us do, um, whether it was some things that were happening in my personal life or things that were happening just professionally, I was starting to see what could life be like if I owned my own business. And so I had kind of had my, my pinky toe out in the water of, you know, maybe I could start doing copywriting on the side or, you know, finding 
finding companies or, or actors in New York that needed support with developing their brand, uh, their personal brand. And then the, I got the call that basically said we have to close down operations. And I was like, oh, stiff arm, you know, thrown right into the ocean. Here we go. Okay, so, so here I am. So I'm thrilled. I'm so thrilled and terrified at the same time to be in this space um, because it is all very new to me in terms of being an entrepreneur. White Crane started August 15th of 2017. So I'm coming in on my, my fourth month, you know, first quarter of the first year, and um, it has been such a roller coaster. And I don't think, I don't think I'd want to be on any other journey because life is supposed to be this exciting roller coaster where you have the ups and the downs and, and you go through those personal battles and, and you come out stronger every single time. Um, and so, like you said, I got the opportunity to, to travel from, from previous uh, life experiences. I, I'm very well connected um, with a, a French family in, in, in Europe. And so I had the opportunity to travel through Norway and Prague, um, Salzburg and Zurich um, to then attend a, a wedding in in France and it was just the most beautiful wedding um what I call my French brother and my French family had invited me over and I don't know if I could think of a, a wedding more quintessential than one that takes place basically on a vineyard in, in this beautiful quaint provincial town um, but then afterwards I spent got to spend the week with um with my boyfriend who lives in London so it, it was surely a, a European excursion but through that um you know it happened a month just after I started White Crane. So I was like, uh, is this a good idea to leave <laughs> leave the city for a solid three weeks to go to Europe? <laughs> Actually, yes. Um, it probably couldn't have come at a better time because I wasn't, you know, I wasn't absolutely saturated in all things business. I had the seed of the idea already formed, but now being away and seeing, you know, the, the, the different cultures of Europe and the different... Um, brands and influences that I saw over there and the people that I met and then training from city to city or you know the drives or the uh, the flights that I was on it then forced me to think about what I want to do with this company and what I want to achieve and who I want to work with and all of those really juicy important questions that you know unfortunately with time sometimes we have to like cut through and we have to speed through and, and that is, it's in that space where we can find what our brand is and what our purpose is and what our, our mission, our values, what we stand for. And surely those things are constantly, um, you know, evolving on a six-month or annual basis. But to, to have had that space right in the very beginning where I was being influenced by my surroundings and then just taking to the notebook and taking to the computer and writing, you know, just brain dump everything, how I felt how I got here, you know, to this place. Um, it's really, I think, been, it's laid a really nice foundation for, for the pitch and the story that I, that I now move forward with when I try and meet new strategic partners or, or make new um, client relationships. I so think, I think mm -hmm. that's phenomenal. I mean, you hit on quite a few things in your journey. Like you got dumped into this ocean, <laughs> you know, that you had been staring at from afar for a while, like, you know, maybe one day, someday, um, as one of my good friends, uh, Suzanne Gee always says, one day, someday. So you kind of looking at this ocean, like one day, someday, I'll step in 
you know, stepped in it on my own, but then you got jumped in because of this opportunity that you had where some people would look at the loss of that uh, security in the job that you had where you were doing, you know, you were walking in your creative gifts for sure in your position previously in marketing under that other company, mm-hmm. but then you got jumped into like, oh no, honey, <laughs> you're, you're going to be deep in this ocean. And the tidal wave of other opportunities that were literally kind of pulling you left and right, you could have said no to and kind of sunk into what I think a lot of people can relate to. And you may have even had this moment in a, you know, a previous stage of your life where you just kind of settle into the disappointment of what just happened instead of seeing it as an opportunity for something greater. Uh, and said, you know what, I can't fly away right now, regardless of, you know, whether it was financially related or not, just from that scarcity mindset of, you know, I need all my money, I need all my energy, I need all my focus to be on saving, you know, my, my foundation right now and making sure that I'm okay, you know, in the nine months or two years from now when, you know, whatever monies you had stored away from, you know, saving and, and doing great financial management, hopefully, while you were working. <laughs> Before, I mean, you could have really plumped down into a scarcity mindset, and you didn't. Not to say you didn't have those things come up, you know, those questions like, uh, you know, wait a minute. Uh, but the fact that you went out and got brave, I mean, you literally just pulled onto every piece of brave, uh, you know, minute milestone inkling of yourself I'm totally making up words here um, that, that you could and said I'm gonna go away for a month I mean that how crazy is that like I don't know too many people who could do that yeah and there's I think there's two things that I just want to then share with you is is really in thinking about you know when when whether we see it as this dark hole abyss or this shining light open door um you know we've, we've talked about it you've already gotten the sense that I'm a theater person but there's there's a Shakespearean quote from, I believe it's um, also of an end well, or maybe it's too much to do on Saturday. I probably should have looked that up beforehand, but <laughs> some people are born great, some people achieve greatness, and others have greatness thrust upon them. Mm-hmm. And that idea that it's like, yeah, this, you've just been launched into this ocean, now start swimming, girl, because you know how to swim. You know how to swim. You've swum mm-hmm. before, so keep going and keep that pace going. Um, and then the second thing, too, is uh, I recently heard a speaker, her name is Cynthia Greenwald, um, speak, and she was saying that our lives are holographic, which when she said that initially, I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> but the point being, when a holograph shatters, you know, if it has an image of a dove on this, uh, you know, you look at your Visa credit card, there's an image of a bird on it, a dove, and that was printed off of a, a template. And so say this template shatters, there's going to be a dove on every one of those pieces of that shattered hologram. So what I mean by that and how this is, uh, how this is now really impacting the way that I think, if you can overcome a battle in one aspect of your life, and you know, for me, from being in the theater, you know, I'd, I'd audition and I wouldn't, wouldn't get it, the part. I'd audition, I wouldn't get the part. I'd audition and I'd get the part. Mm-hmm. Or in running, I'd run up the hill, I'd, I'd hit it up that mountain, or I'd, you know, whatever that is. If you can do something in one aspect in your life, you can 100% do it in another aspect of your life. I'm new to entrepreneurship. I'm new to owning a business. But I know that I have what it takes to be in this space. And I have 
every right to be here, just as every other business owner has the right to be there because they've already they've already uh, you know run up those mountains and they've already auditioned and got their roles. And sometimes, yeah, they did fail, but that was part of the process. Just as what we're going through right now, you're going to fail, and those failures, as long as you're falling forward, are going to lead you up that mountain because again, life is uh, holographic and we can do, I'm so convinced that we can do anything that we actually set our minds to. I love that. And I completely agree with it. There's, um, I don't know if you read a lot of this information. I'm little, I'm literally like a neural nerd amongst other things. And so I read a lot around neuroplasticity and how, right. And how our mind is literally, our brain is plastic and it's, there's so many uh, neurons and synapses and mitochondria and all kinds of things that change and shift based on what we see and what we believe as well as how we feel and that predicts the next step versus us feeling like oh well I wasn't raised knowing how to ice skate so I can't ice skate like you literally can imagine yourself ice skating and get closer to that reality and, and skip a bunch of practice points when you actually hit the ice skate field so to speak than if you had never imagined yourself being able to do it successfully um, so I agree with you like what you see yourself doing and what you believe yourself doing and feeling it like you have to tie it all together neurons that wire together fire together you know tie it <laughs> <laughs> you know, tie it together, um, you're much more closer to achieving it. And part of it, I think, in my little uh, opinion, and I always say my little opinion kind of facetiously because I know how powerful we are as individuals, right? Um, but in my little space, I know that you're so much more powerful when you have a tribe of other people. And it could be small. Like, your tribe could be two people, okay? <laughs> like, it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be two mm-hmm. people. But that also believing you and that Absolutely. are giving you great energy towards that so what does that look like for you Mary Beth like have you had those one two or ten people that have been like no forget what you know the the statistics say you lost your job and you're going to be unemployed for nine months and you know whatever the statistics are saying like forget that girl you're going to open white crane you're going to dominate the market you're going to come out you're going to do it different and you're going to do it your way like did you have that tribe of those one two or more people that were really behind you invigorating you and and helping you to kind of push through any weird tough sticky icky spot that you might have come across in the last four or five months of your business absolutely absolutely I mean I think I'm I'm very blessed with a a very supportive family Um, but my family is so I live in New York City I'm Mm -hmm. originally from Buffalo New York and that's where my family is and so for the most part um Initially, I thought that, you know, I felt like I was this unicorn going outside, uh, you know, the the standard of, yeah, you get a job and you, you stay there for, you work there and, and you, you have your family to support. So you follow, you kind of follow the norm. And, and that's what I was seeing around me. And, and through that, with my family, um, you know, they've been absolutely great giving that side of perspective. Um, but at the same time, I was initially feeling, I was like, well, you don't know what I'm, <laughs> you don't know what I'm going through. Um, but then it clicked just the other day that, you know, my father has, in addition to his nine to five, has been a musician all his life and has played in bands all his life. And so that is a very entrepreneurial, uh, I mean, that's a business to have your own, to have your own band is a business. And, um, his father was also in a band and, uh, on my, on my mother's side, my grandmother and my grandfather owned a catering business where they would, you know, cater Polish weddings left and right. And so starting to even feel that this entrepreneurialism is 
come right in line with what my family is like has set before me that feels really good mm. but that's only just kind of come recently where that that uh, connection is made as for the day-to-day my roommate has is my one of my just my dearest friends and she and I went to college together um, the Niagara University in the theater department and so we've gone through so much together in terms of like emotional connection uh, and she's provided so much support uh, I have another uh, one of my just my best friends that I've known since I was you know a toddler where her grandparents uh, lived next to my parents you know back you know 30 years ago um, and so we've just been close forever and she lives in Kansas <laughs> so we have this very different I'm in New York City and she's really in the <laughs> middle of Kansas coming from two different viewpoints um, but the perspective that she brings is is incredible and it means so much to me to hear and speak with her um, and so the third person that I just absolutely owe so much of my confidence to and my drive and power to um, really is my partner is my um, is my boyfriend uh, Patty and I think it's just so funny because he lives he's English he lives in London he's five hours away um, but we've made time we make time every day to reconnect with one another and in the times that I feel really high and really great he absorbs that and reflects it back uh, and in the times where I feel really low and I'm nervous or I'm scared he and I start to wibble wobble you know we go through that I feel so great I wait wait what I don't know what I'm doing I'm starting to wobble <laughs> life is going crazy my, my brain is sending off all of these uh, you know all of these uh, firecrackers yeah. the one to then stop me from wobbling or you know offering that that comforting that empathy and that compassion to to listen um and so i'm so so grateful to have him and to um to have someone who who is so open to uh to taking this journey with me you know we talk about life being just this adventure and he and i both he and i met in france seven years ago and we only just reconnected earlier this year but life is so much it's just this collection of stories in, in this event adventure book mm -hmm. and so when when the one chap when the one page closes and you open a new chapter it's you have every opportunity to create this new chapter in your story to be whatever you want it to be so make sure it's filled with great juicy characters make sure you you have those chances where you are challenging yourself you know you are the hero of your story and um and just having someone who's in the same mindset as me is is invaluable. I love that. I'm sitting here like, go Patty, first of all. <laughs> um, <laughs> as, well, look, as well as your family and friends, but and, and your roommate too, and your best friend. But it does matter, especially with people who are the closest to us in our intimate space. Um, I was giving a, a, you weren't there, that's right, I don't think you can make it that day. Uh, the business of we had a summit, uh, the We Thrive Summit back in October of 2017. And I was talking about, you know, balancing your business, your brand and the bootleggers that come along. And some of those bootleggers, unfortunately, not just from a traditional copycat perspective, but people who are draining your energy and trying to literally bootleg your energy. Some of them are your family and friends, those yeah. very people that are the closest to you that would normally be a part of your, your tribe and those that you would, you know, be invigorated by and who could be like Patty and kind of catch you when you're falling and help you stop wobbling and, you know, all those different elements. But sometimes those boot, but not for the thrive, 
you know, tribe part of those people. But for the bootlegger ones, it's really because they're projecting their own fears on you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Mary Beth, I don't know, you know, this is, uh, I don't, I, 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 you know, I yeah. don't know, this might not be the best time for you to, to start a business or be careful with that, or maybe just do it as a, a side project or a hustle while you, you know, go back and you could get that six figure plus job again and, you know, do that, but then just start your business slowly because they're scared really not for you, for themselves, because typically those are the people who didn't jump in. Like they never jumped for whatever their reasons was, their own story, living to someone else's expectation because of life circumstances. And mind you, they love you. So these are not Mm -hmm. people who are hating on you. They love you, but they're scared for you because they're projecting all of their fear of what could happen, might happen um, to you, on you, before you even kind of get started and get in the water, you know, at all. So it's good to know that you've kind of figured out, you know what, no bootleggers, you know, like, I, I love you, cousin, so and so, you know, sibling, whoever, you're great people we will go to lunch occasionally, but we're not going to talk about business, we're not going to do that, because you're trying to constantly, you know, find holes in what I'm doing. Uh, so it's good that you don't have that around you. Yeah, and I think a lot of it comes just from their, you know, their perception of what's happening, or you know, especially if it is family and, and friends too, mm-hmm. they they want to see you happy. They want to see you succeeding. And um, there's we all know there's there's high highs and there's low lows, and it's not an easy journey. And so, you know, as God bless her, my 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 grandmother, the one that actually was part of the catering business that you know did that for decades. When I was initially telling her about um, about starting this, she's like, oh. That sounds really hard. Are you sure you want to do that? And and it comes from a place of like of protectiveness. You know, there's she knows what it takes and how much like the long hours and the grueling. Um, you know, for her is like the potato peeling and like you know uh, everything that she had to go through and you know so much of what our family has done for us, which we you know hopefully to to set us up in a place where we feel safe and we feel comfortable. But we both know that greatness happens outside of the comfort zone listen you preaching to the right one i stand by that your success literally lives on the other side of your discomfort so i'm Mm -hmm. i 100 agree with that on so many ways so mary beth tell everyone what you do for the world like how do you help people i kind of started when i introduced you as marketing gps and i love your pitch by the way i saw it on instagram not too long ago (laughs) you won a pitch contest i said i know that's right with the red nose you are (laughs) So tell me how you kind of brought you and the best parts of you into your business town in terms of what you do for other people. Cause I just, I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, I'm going to take it back, take it back now y'all um, <laughs> just a little bit, because I think my, my past has absolutely influenced how I got to be doing what I'm doing, which uh, I say that I'm a brand strategist and in a marketing GPS, you know, it's marketing consultant. So what is brand? Oh my God, what a convoluted term if you ever heard one. Right. Um, there's so much incorporated involved in brand. So how I define it really is the soul of your company. It's who you are, why you matter, why you exist, and what benefit you bring to this world. And so much of that comes from, in my experience, like for 20 plus years being in the theater, um, added with my experience of, of 
the opportunity to travel around the world and see different cultures and talk to different people where we did not even speak the same language and yet we can still communicate. There's ways to communicate outside of just um, you know our verbal language. Um, so much of that that theater and diving into characters and understanding. Okay, I'm I'm going to play Mercutio in Romeo and Juliet. So what makes Mercutio tick? What does his background look like? Why is he acting the way that he does? How can he speak articulately and eloquently the way that Shakespeare had written this monologue so that it, it engages the audience to think or engages the audience to get up and, and do something? How does Mercutio's internal struggle match what his outward experience is and what his, uh, what his costume is, what the hair looks like? How is he interacting with the different people on stage? So I'm taking that model and pivoting it and turning it and putting that same application and process towards building a brand. So mm -hmm. a company, why does this company exist? What is it that you do? What benefit is that you bring to the world? Uh, what are the motivations and the behaviors, not only of the company, but let's think on the other side in terms of the audience. What are your audience, what's your audience's motivation and behaviors? How are they perceiving you in the marketplace? Um, how does the internal of what you represent and your core values, your purpose, how is that expressed verbally? And how is that expressed visually in terms of your, your website and your logo and you know the different marketing channels and levers? So this idea of figuring out what the soul of your brand, what your brand actually means. So that's where I come in to help uh, business owners and, and entrepreneurs to just figure out what that means because so much of that ushy gushy, ooh, uh -huh. it can get really vulnerable. But that's where that's where we're our strongest and our vulnerabilities, and that's what makes us so distinct, and that's what makes us memorable. Just like a just like an, a character or or you know famous actors, Meryl Streep, her ability to dive into that character and the commitment to that. It's the exact same thing when you look over here at a brand, the ability for a company to dive into its commitment and what it stands for and how that is then expressed through the different marketing channels. So helping a company to figure out what its brand is and if they already have that brand, great. From there, then is that marketing GPS, helping them to navigate which of these marketing levers of the, you know, the website, lead generation pages, social media, advertising, social media, marketing and engagement, um, search engine optimization, public relations, digital marketing, billboard marketing, advertising, like the list could go on and on. Yeah. But there's so many things that our brand, our soul is expressed through both externally on the marketing side, as well as internally in terms of how are you treating your employees? And what does, you know, what is your, your culture department or your HR department? How are you living your values every day? And how does that then affect the employees at their base level, and, and when I say base level, I just mean how is that affecting them in, in their heart and their soul to motivate them and empower them to live out the overall values of the company. So that can get like pretty deep. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> um, but but it, all, it all ties in. A successful company, you look at the, you know, some of the top brands that are out there, uh, and of course, the ones that come to mind are, are Google, are, are mm -hmm. Apple, are Nike. But they've been able to be in their space. And, and of course, like Walt Disney World, it's like they've been able to be in their space because they are 100% committed to that brand, that to that, you know, character that they've created for themselves. 
And by living in their truth and living in those values, they're best able to connect with the consumer who is most aligned with what that company has to offer, which is why people love them. You know, you bring up a a really good point um, on multiple levels, but especially from the inside out of a company to the inside out of a website to the inside out of the representation of the the owner and the employees, uh, the members, the the managers of that company. You you don't buy into the vision of something unless it's the truth, right? Mm -hmm. And you have to literally walk in your truth, which means, um, from my perspective, being a little selfish taking care of you to make sure you're honest with who you really are and what you really want versus living to someone else's expectation. Like someone could look and say, okay, you have a marketing company, so you must want to look like the other players that are out there, whoever those competitors are that we're not going to give them, you know, real estate here, but you know, whoever they are, oh, well, white crane must look like that. You're like, actually, no, like I'm going to show up in my truth with a red nose on my, you know, essay when I'm going to do a pitch, uh, like a red cl- uh, clown nose to do a pitch. And not only do you stand out visually because it, and it matches your brand. It's not just some odd, you know, behavior that you're displaying when you walk in a room, but you're walking in and saying like, well, you're going to, you're going to learn today that I have a theater background. You're going to learn today how awesome I am. Cause I walked in. And as soon as you walked in that room, you, sh- you stood out in a good way. And then when you stood up, you were able to show up and pour out excellence that matched whatever was going on in people's head. Like, who is this girl? What is she about to do? Like you were living in your own truth and not trying to compete or compare with someone else. And I think that's a a major point of what you do for companies is don't have, you know, one coaching and consulting company look like the other or, uh, uh, you know, a t-shirt company look like another one. Like you're working with a lot of companies that look the same on paper in terms of the product and service, but you're helping them each stand out by owning who they are, which includes being vulnerable with, you know, the reality of where is it that you're really trying to go? And let's make sure your, your leaders, your managers, your employees match the vision of that and helping them to exercise it. So kudos to you, because you're going above and beyond a quote-unquote traditional marketing company. You're like, that's that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and I guess just like to, to add on to that is, so I because, our, because of our upbringing in terms of just this traditional, you know, industrial revolution sense, it's the idea that we we have to follow this model. And... You know, I'm not, I, I probably should have asked before, you know, but I guess I, I didn't because this is just coming to the top of mind. But it's like, screw the model. Mm-hmm. You know, do, if, if what the model looks like is a triangle, mm-hmm. how can I be a funnel to help people? Or how can I, um, you know, be a, this circle, this community? We live in community. We grow in community. We are strengthened by our community. So, I mean, just to add to your point is I, White Crane is not modeled after any other kind of and maybe there's more research to be done, but you know, it, it doesn't follow a traditional sense in, in you know, I have, um, I have an SEO person under me. I have a, a website designer under me. I have a graphic designer under me. I don't. I actually have been, these past couple months have been, this is where the hustle has come in. Right. I've been meeting as many, <laughs> as many um, specialists, marketers, creatives, designers as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, because just, and this even comes again from the theater, mm-hmm. you have, you have the director of a show 
you have the executive producer who's paying for, you know, helping to pay for that show. But you've got all these moving parts to the stage, both front of stage, back of stage, you know, the, the orchestra, costumes, makeup, uh, the actors, um, the uh, set design, light design, uh, all these components. And you need someone, you need a director who has an overall vision to what that play is going to actually look like. How is it going to be produced? And how do all these components balance one another? Mm -hmm. uh, because without that vision, you just got to... You just got a, you know, a wig master who's, who's making these crazy wigs that doesn't match the <laughs> costume, that doesn't match the sound design, and, and then you just got a sloppy show. Right. No one's going to buy tickets to see that Broadway production. You need that cohesiveness and that, that integration. And so these past couple months has just been meeting as many of those creatives that I can um, so that when a client comes in and says, you know, I am a, a female tech startup, Mm -hmm. uh, that I know exactly which web designer w wants to work with tech startups. And so it's kind of just this, this matching and it's this bridge building. Um, so much of what a, a brand is, is the, is the bridge between what the customer perceives and what the company's putting out. So to, to make those connections, I feel that's, that's what brings the most uh, successful than experience for, for the partner because they're working with people they want to work with and the client because they're getting exactly what they want without the, uh, without the, the fluff and nonsense. And at the end of the day, it's really in, in looking like that. It's sort of this bow tie effect where it's win, win, win. Absolutely. I, I love this. And with all this running around and meeting all these <laughs> lots of people <laughs> and, <laughs> and all of that, how are you taking care of yourself, Mary Beth? Like, what's your unapologetic sauce you do for you? Oh, so that's still, still working on that one. But the two things, the two things that I do every, I have to do every single day is right in the, right when I wake up. And no matter if I'm attending a, a networking event where I need to wake up at like 5.15 in the morning, or if, you know, I, I got to sleep in and maybe I'm, I'm waking up at a, a normal you know, like 8.15 or something like that. But I have to make my bed, mm -hmm. and I have to do this this mini little exercise routine in the morning, which is like 22 push-ups, 22 squats, like 50 bicycle whatever ab mm -hmm. things, and then uh, like 22 leg-ups. I haven't I, – I love running. I love working out, but this has – this and creating White Crane has been a lot. And so that's where I mean I'm I'm still trying to find the balance of how to better incorporate my exercise and my my me time my think time, mm -hmm. um, but at least those exercises at least that's something that's getting my heart pumping that's getting me to think oh my gosh I'm tired oh yes I did it I accomplished mm -hmm. it so it's that idea of um, one making the bed and making it just like look nice <laughs> right and then two the little exercise routine that while I can't go to the gym as much as I'd, I'd like to, at least I'm doing something. And that, you know, there's a book, um, Darren Hardy, I believe, The Compound Effect, mm -hmm. where it's like you have those, what are those couple things that you start to do and what can then you add on to it? You know, and, and by doing that, it compounds and it sets you, you know, sets the wheels in motion to, to get your day going in the right direction or to put your mind in the right place. Um, so between the two of those, um, I also 
I like playing the ukulele. I am surely not going to say I'm a ukulele player. Um, but uh, as a percussionist from like elementary school through high school, my my big instrument was the timpani, so the big kettle drums, boom, 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 boom. Mm. Uh, but you know, you don't have those at home. Right. <laughs> so. You're so little. I can't even imagine you playing. <laughs> You're so tiny. <laughs> But I, oh gosh, I love playing those. I guess and maybe that's just where, you know, trying to be an interrupter in all stages of life. And now that it's uh, becoming uh, more apparent, but <laughs> you can't take a timpani home. And so I, I kind of fell out of music for a while. But, um, but with my dad being a musician and always having an influence on me and just wanting, having a, a music, musical family, you know, yeah. aunts and uncles playing guitars and grandfather playing drums. Um, I, I want that to be part of my story as well. So, you know, I mentioned to my dad, you know, I'd love to get a ukulele. He's like, yeah, okay, you're not going to play it. I was like, yes, I will. <laughs> so that was, uh, that was a couple years ago. And then I remember the couple Christmases ago, I, I saw a, a uniquely wrapped gift under the tree. And so lo and behold, it was a ukulele that now it's, now it's something that he and I can, um, you know, share together. And also when I need to get away from yeah, just thinking about White Crane or, or whatever, whatever wildness is going on outside macroeconomically, um, being able to just make music just by plucking a few chords. I love that. It's really nice. I love that you're tapping into the other parts of yourself that stimulate you that have necessarily nothing to do with business and nothing to do with, you know, trying to put on a show for anyone. You're literally using things that had always moved you to help literally kind of bring you peace, like using, you know, you played music for eight plus years and now you're using it as a part of your therapy. Um, and the same with running, like you're a runner and obviously there's a big dissonance for you that's coming up because you haven't been able to really apply the time to run the way you used to, but you're replacing it with something that still gets your heart moving. So it keeps you kind of tethered to your athleticism so that when you're ready to hit the semen again, you can do it and not necessarily feel like a blob, right? Like you, yeah. you're, you're going to have a little bit of a, a, a differentiator because you haven't been moving your body in that same way, but you're still kind of strengthening yourself and I think a lot of us fall out of that we can't do something all the way we just don't do anything and Newton law, Newton's law says things that are moving keep moving so mm -hmm. keep moving and I think that's your your overall presence which I think is phenomenal so Mary Beth before we go tell everyone how they can connect with you because you know you and I can talk forever for hours <laughs> for hours and hours and we'd be so happy together exactly <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, so the website is whitecraneconsulting.com. Uh, my email is mb, as in Mary Beth, mb at whitecraneconsulting.com. Uh, and I'm pretty active, I try to be pretty active on Instagram. So the handle for that is at whitecranebrand. Which I love. Thank you. So Mary Beth, you've been incredible. I appreciate you. I'm so grateful you were able to carve out time in between trains, planes, and automobiles and all the <laughs> things that you have going on. I really do appreciate you. And I already know that I want to have you back on the show because you like the last portion of what you were talking about, finding time, you know, that's my sweet spot. And we could have gone down that rabbit hole for another 45 minutes for sure. Um, <laughs> um, and I definitely want to continue the conversation with you on and off air. You're pretty incredible, amazing light. So thank you for being you and showing up. 
Sincere, thank you so much for this time. It's, you know, it's, it's so wonderful to speak with anyone and to, to share, share the story. And we all have stories to share. Mm -hmm. And that's the best part. There's so much opportunity for all of us out there. And I, I really appreciate and value you giving me this space. Oh, you are more than welcome. You don't go anywhere and stay right there for me. <laughs> we get a, a little bit of sign off to our, our guests and our listeners for listening. I thank you so much again. Uh, balance boldly. Ah, oh, I love you so much. I miss you. The month of November that I have been kind of MIA, you guys know from the last couple shows, I caught you up on all the things that was happening in life. I hope you super uber appreciated that incredible compilation four-part series for the dreamers and doers out there that are just trying to, to be more embraceive of the changes that are happening in their life so they can transition and transform into their bold and brave selves. So I super appreciate you for that. And I, if I didn't say it before, I wanted to make sure I took a second to say that. I want to thank again uh, to all of you who have taken this time out, whether you are in the car riding and listening or sitting on your, your own walkways and just kind of, you know, piling in with me uh, aud auditorially. <laughs> you know, I love making up words. Another Nikitaism. I think I've made that up completely. I super appreciate you for taking this moment in your day and allowing us to plant positive seeds in your life your relationships, and your business. Of course, as always, if you like what you hear, subscribe, rate, and share this podcast to help us ensure that the bold and brave have access to valuable balance tools like this one, the Balance Bully Podcast. Um, and traditional sign-off, I'd love to take a combination of something great that our feature expert, Mary Beth Lack, has said, as well as myself today, and pull in a little gentle honesty. Um, she says something incredible that I don't want to run over, and she talked about life. Life being an adventure book, and every day is an opportunity to collect more stories to build the chapters of your incredible life. I thought that was amazing. So a little gentle honesty for you. Again, if you guys are not already a member, come on over. You know, Dreamers Blueprint is officially open. So join the community of investors who have decided to seed into themselves and balance boldly. Learn how to maximize your potential and your profits over at the Dreamers Blueprint. It's a community of insiders who are literally designing their bold and brave life and they're ready to balance all that matters to them Boldly. Follow me to continue the conversation over at Instagram and Twitter at Balance Boldly. And of course, until next episode, make sure that you set an intention to do what? Enjoy your day, but do it boldly. I'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye, everybody.